So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? It's even harder to rub one out when everybody's at home. Isolation got me honing. Like, are you going to work? Oh, yeah, but work is just downstairs. I can't fucking have that loud screaming uh, babysitter porn or whatever the fuck it is I'm into that day going. Trying to poker in the morning. It's the hardest thing about the, uh, the quarantine, for real, though. When everybody's at home and you're trying to rub one out. And your distraction is listening to see if somebody's coming up the steps. <laughs> you lose bone real quick in the Rona season. Yeah. You know, too many people at home. Lack of motivation. Fucking Pornhub Premium is free, but that shit's played out. Is it? Oh, yeah. They're doing a Corona discount. Huh. <laughs> I'll have to check that out tonight. <laughs> I told, uh, I think I might have already made the joke, so it's kind of shitty now. Mm. I don't remember if we did or not. I was like, I think I definitely did. I'm going to go back and listen to it, and if I did, I'm not going to put it in the episode. You'll do a edit track? Yeah, yeah. But I was like, um, I was talking to someone. I was talking to the guy we did the episode with last. Um, Jim Henry? No. Uh, <laughs> fuck, dude. Uh, J-Ball. J-Bot. Yeah, J-Bot. I was like, uh, yeah, dude, fucking Pornhub's getting played out, dude. I'm about to start shop. I'm about to start start shopping local. I'm only I'm only paying for fan only pages. Yeah, <laughs> straight I off, think that happened straight off Instagram yeah. off uh, girls girls local in my city. But you I know, don't gotta support your local uh, sex worker. I just don't want them seeing me out in public. <laughs> After they like, if they accept my money, after and they, they got your twenty bucks, like they got my twenty that, bucks, that and Buster right there, they see me creeping around in my fucking flip flops, yeah, and he socks. Paid, he paid an extra fifty for some weird shit direct to his DM. Yo, <laughs> that cracker's wearing sandals and socks, like, and that motherfucker paid me fifty bucks to see me do whatever. He was like, "Yo, let me watch you uh, take a shit while reading the newspaper naked." Yeah, you see, I'd like to see you like stand on your head, and I want to see you. Uh, balance a coffee cup on your pooch. Welcome to another episode of Brapcast. Do we start it over again? And <laughs> <laughs> pretend again? <laughs> I just started. I thought you were making like a South Park reference for the Harley Riders. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I was trying to get my bike started. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit the throttle stuck <laughs> oh it's dead <laughs> the car fell off dude what's up guys welcome to moped money podcast moped moped from a distance podcast <laughs> we are in the studio me and thomas ashley's still missing out because she was trying to stay clean and me and Thomas are just like chilling with our can of Lysol Febreze or whatever, uh, Lysol cleaner on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the pop filters smell delicious. 
mics and everything have been nice and tidied up, so you know we're kind of trying to be safe, I guess. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. I hope everyone's uh, surviving the Rona. Yeah, for real, it's serious shit, man. I told my stepdad he works in a grocery store. He's eighty some years old. It's like, what are you doing, man? Oh man, you in a hot zone, bud. It's like, bud, you're you're in the the odds are not in your favor. <laughs> COPD and <laughs> works at a grocery store. May the odds forever be in your favor. Maybe he's like, fuck it, I'm done. I'm over this. Your mom's like, bitch, man, I can't stand living with her anymore. I'm gonna get the Rona and get out of here, dude. I got a cup of ice tonight, dude. No, no cans to pop. What am I gonna do? I got. I brought two paps because I'm riding dirty. Ooh, dude. Um, I got no tags on the car. I mean, I got tags on there, but they don't belong to the car. The car's technically probably not insured, but you can't go to DMV to change anything over. Yeah, shit's closed, dude. So, I don't know. I don't know. Shit's dead out there. We're supposed to be like isolating super hard, but like where I live. Uh, the streets are looking real normal outside. Like people still playing basketball. Heard the cops rolled up on the skate park because dudes were still skateboarding, skateboarding every day. Oh, really? Like they shut the skate park down. So I mean, you know, I, I went riding around. I saw it was pretty, pretty empty. Not as busy as it normally is. You yeah, know? like the roads are like seem alright, but like just like north side, just people still on the river. People are still out here. I haven't been to the river. Like, Me neither. Sure I saw not. it from a distance. Yeah, I'm sure they're not. I'm sure they're actually trying to police that because like it's visible. And, like, that reflects poorly on the governor and the fucking mayor and all that shit. Yeah. The cops don't want to police anything, though. Dude, um, how's your week been mopeds, man? Picked up two service gigs. Did some quotes. Got a approval on the quote. <laughs> Dirty boy. <laughs> Gross. Dude, I had a fucking salsa water earlier, and I can't, like, shake the burps from it. This How do people dis- drink that shit? This is a disgusting podcast. Yeah, pretty gross. <laughs> Just lost another ten listeners. Got no, I got a Pinto with a, with a Polini kit that hippie from the Satan's like put together for a guy a hundred years ago, and oh, now he wants to get school. it out. And then he's got a laser, a Minarelli laser. Blazer, you One, mean? Is it a blazer? No, it's a laser. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but when you just like laser, just like a uh, blazer. Laser comes with a weed pipe. <laughs> Every single one came with a Dude, weed pipe. Speaking of uh, laser, uh, Nigel came over today, and he went out to. This girl, Kinney's. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember Kinney. Mm-mm. Well, she bought the uh, the old orange laser that Sal used to have at um, at uh, RVA Mopeds. Mm. The one he sold to Nick. Mm. And then it didn't really work too great, so Nick sold it back to him. And then Sal sold it to uh, Kinney. Kinney. And Nigel's working on it, and he said the thing's gone crazy. What do you like, mean? Well, it's like in a, a bad way. Like this thing's a piece of shit. It's just like it's um like a it had a Minarelli or something, but there was no motor Minarelli motor. So Sal like welded on mounts to put on a Marini, mm. and then like the Marini's just like sucking dicks. Like it's just like the whole bike's kind of falling Ooh, apart right now. Man, I've seen this time and time again. Like the the trusty motor swap. Um, and then also every time I see his like RVA mopeds like ad pop up on Facebook and shit, I like open it and uh, make an edit that this place is closed. And on Google oh, Maps, still there, yeah, yeah, because it pops up constantly. It drives me crazy, dude. And then uh, what else, dude? Uh, our buddy that shall not be named picked up a, a old like maxi that used to be floating around Richmond forever. And some dude at the skate park was like, "Yo, I got a maxi just sitting in my backyard," and he scooped it up for free. 
So I got like a free maxi with like some like three yeah, spoke like uh, Chromag wheels. Yeah, but like bird's nest, dude. The thing's legit just been sitting in a backyard rotting for like two years. Like you know those mostly trash. Oh yeah, it's like those motors where you you, you open the carb top. It's like a PHPG or something, and there was so much white chalky sediment. Like, you know on the, the top rest of it. You just couldn't even get the slide out, and he had like beat the cylinder off with a hammer. And just like showing videos of it, just like oozing, just like brown, rusty water, like from the inside of this motor. And it's just like, man, that thing has been thrashed, dude. Yeah, like what's good on it? The cases, the clutches, maybe. Yeah, like possibly I hate, the ignition. Like I hate seeing that when bikes just get like, I don't know, just get neglected to the point of just rotting. I see them like that too, but I buy them. I'm like, <laughs> it's like I gotta have it, man. I gotta like save some of it, dude. I saw Nick or Ryan go. Someone, one of those boys from all out that way, like. Took a bandsaw to cut a flywheel in half to chop off the like the cam and stuff because he couldn't get it off. Mm. I'm like, damn, that's intense. I was like, they really wanted those fucking cases. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, what do you do? It's like are the, it's like those cases. So, well, I mean, it's whatever. The rest of it's trash to you. Like one man's uh, trash, you know. Another man's cases treasure. are, you know, like cases are not cheap and a little bit of sweat equity. Yeah, and if get you a good set of low mileage. Yeah, low mile cases, just like slightly rust free <laughs> cases, like you know, <laughs> chop the rest off. So that was cool. And I don't know, man. I had a good week. I um, I had those two mm-hmm. repair jobs. I think I probably talked about last week. Uh, there were two maxis that I picked up. Like our buddy Nigel built one like a while back. I don't know where he got the other one from. Well, this guy's just like Team Rando in Richmond, and he's had two maxis and just rides them solo for years. Pat, yeah, Pat, and like you know, one's kitted, one's not. He's like wrecked one into a into a car one time and woke up like on the ground, like beside the bike, like knocked himself unconscious, ah. and like <laughs> made yeah. it home. And like that dude, the thing about it, he rides the like when I I don't know that he rides them all the time anymore because I think it's kind of gotten. They were just a car sitting or something, but I mean, like for a, a minute, car, those really. things were everywhere in Richmond. Like the brown one mm-hmm. or burgundy, whatever it was. You yeah, said that bitch with some clapped out saddlebags, full of shit, <laughs> parked in front of like any random. A lot of times, it was parked out there like Broad Boulevard. Yeah, it in was front a good of the Broadberry, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, he used to do sound there, I think. But uh, I don't know. I picked them both up, and you know, he like kind of was re- stealing parts off one to keep the other one going, and like eventually, like coil fell off where it was mounted like broke and all these other little things and went through the whole bike and it got to the point where like you know you do a repair job for someone like one bike was like super neglected i just split the cases right out the gates and like went through it and replaced the seals and stuff because it was like thrash you could see where they were leaking and like they were hard as a rock i was like all right this thing's done let's just fucking rebuild this one and got it all square, got it back together. A to B, you know yeah. it's right. Like, New this shit. one's right, cool. Like, that's the one you've had sitting for longer. That's the one that's been broken for the lo- longer, like, the ah, the most time. What's his plan, then? Now he's got two maxis. He's going to ride them like he used to be. Like, he used to just, like, ride one and then, like, you know, ride the other one. And, like, if someone's fucking up, he's riding the other one. Like, he rides them yeah. more than a lot of people, I know, you know? And um, I got that bike square. And then the other one, like, I went through it and... It didn't seem like there was much wrong with it. Like his throttle was sticking. Like the slide got stuck or something. We were at the cable. So I fixed all that. I remounted his coil and I cleaned the carb, cleaned the points, bike fired up. And I was like, all right, this one's easy. Like, cool. Not a big deal on this one. 
And then I finally get off the stand and get it running. I try to ride it. And it's just like being a dick, dude. I could not no figure guts. out what was going on. Like nothing off the line. It was just like, and this was kitted. With no the transmission fluid. It was like, nah, I have fluid. Because I put fresh fluid in it. I was like, mm. But I didn't trek the tranny yet. I was like, you know, well, he said this one was working. He said this one was good. But then this thing happened. So. But it's got a load of miles on that bike, too. Yeah. Those clutches might be co- toast. So I like open her up on the clutch side. And the whole bell is just like wobble, wobble. I'm like, mm. damn, this thing is Looking kind of crazy. So I pull that off. The clutches didn't look bad. And I see him in the bell. The bell looked good. The clutches looked good. The, the main gear the was fine. Right. But the bushing was like thrash. The fucking the shims were like not shimming anymore. I was like, okay. And this thing's like probably has some walk or something in the crank. And I grabbed the crank. And I like could wiggle it back and forth. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, these bearings are thrash. I was like, these things are done. Like... I saw Ashley's bike is, but still runs great. Yeah, I like. I posted a picture of it on a, a video of it on Instagram or something, and one guy was like, "Dude, that shouldn't even move like that because of the uh, the bearing with the clip. Like, yeah, it, shouldn't. it shouldn't move side to side." I was like, "Ooh, that's that's kind of that's a good idea." Yeah, like maybe whoever built this motor last didn't. Well, even the put crank a, is moving inside the bearing. Yeah, I was like, maybe someone didn't put the clip in there, or a bearing without the clip, or maybe just both the bearings are just like super thrash, like beat. And it's just like, you know, got play. It's probably the crankshaft, too. Yeah. But I was just like, dude, I sent him a video of it. I was like, these are bad. I could split the cases and rebuild the whole thing and put new seals and everything. And, you know, it'd be legit for a while. Or I can reshim it and put on a fresh bushing and it'd probably be fine. And ride for it a while. like it is for a while. Yeah. And so we opted to go with that. And it's like, you know, you can't make someone. I had a discussion with someone. I was like, dude, you can't make someone fix the bike or even if you're the one fixing it you can't make someone pay to do the work if they yeah. don't want to do well, that's it. what i ran into i was like you need bars you know controls cables you know it's 180 dollar, 192 dollar parts list basically and it's like you know like to get a legit bike you want this bike back it's a customer bike he said that a hippie built it it's got a polini e50 on it nothing crazy he's like oh hippie built it super rich and he's tuning and like get the seat lowered and welded on or something better and new bars and blah, blah, blah. But then I sent them to the parts list and it's like, it's going to be three hours labor roundabout. That's a low estimate, you know? Yeah. And it's always a low estimate. $190 in parts. He's like, Oh, well I'm, I'm okay with pretty much everything except like keep, keep the old bars. I'm like, really motherfucker? <laughs> like fuck those handlebars, man. Pull them off, paint them, dude. At least they'll look new. Dude. They're like, bullshit m bar cafe style like sad face bro bars yeah man. from back in the day they like those are this sweet back in the old, day dude this dude's older than me and the i was trying to breakers ex- <laughs> i was trying to explain it I was like dude this thing is not gonna be fun to ride like this at all you're gonna hate this i remember when everyone had that shit dude those low m bars or they'd have like yeah, ones that were slight rise everyone turn also upside down everyone also had 10 years less than we do now <laughs> you know 10 years ago that wasn't a big deal it was like it, it wasn't about like it wasn't the time for those bars it was like the time for us to do to, your body. to operate those bars the straight clip ones yeah because those bars are still cool it's just we can't use them yeah i can't ride that i can't ride a full rigid now i'm thinking about getting like some some uh some like you know like those crutches that strap into your arms you know I'm trying to get some shit like that so i don't really have to hang on to the bars just kind of like hook my hands in them and just fucking let it rip foot controls foot pedals uh dude i, I don't know i worked on some bikes that was cool i i spent all day today like pretty much um 
working on Mana's Hobbit, the metric kit. She brought that back over. And like, oh, I can't. Like, we're having trouble starting. No surprise. Start, and then, like, it's doing something, like, weird. Like, it they just run. don't know how to start it yet. They got it started, and, like, they brought it over, and she took a video of it running. And I'm like, I kind of heard it before I even looked at the video. Like, I started it, like, pretty easy. Yeah. But it was like, crazy bird. Like, chur, 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 and I'm like, whoop, uh, turn that straight off. I was like, yeah, yeah. you got a head leak. I was like, that, one, that one's easy. Like, the sound is a head leak. So I had to pull the cylinder back off. And they like, didn't even try to tighten up the shit before they I mean, wasted your time. I don't I'm know. sorry, I brought it to you. <laughs> I just put on like a, I, I put on another, I put another base gasket on it. Like I added another base gasket to like shim it up a little bit. Just try to give it like a little more, you know, compressed. Comp- just yeah, a little more squish when I'm like tightening. How about it all red up. RTV? Did you try that? Because I get a lot of bikes with red RTV on the head gasket. Nah, I know Sal used I to do the uh, the copper spray I, on all the head. I gaskets. like the copper spray, but the red RTV is a no no. Yeah. You're listening. Don't do the red RV, RTV, <laughs> dude. But speaking of Big RTV, no, no. Uh, so I'm doing those moped skits, and I did I did another one today that was like, which is funny because we're having Brapcast on. But I did the one about braps, about the about the guy who says brap too much, and just like ruining the word for like everyone. And now the words just suck. Do we know anybody that does that? Oh, lots. <laughs> There's a lot of them. <laughs> What's the next one going to be? Blast. Uh, I have one, I have a whole list, but I have one Blasting. that's uh, a joke about uh, art, the RTV guy, the guy who doesn't want to use any gaskets, and oh, he's yeah. just like, oh no, I'm, I'm good. And he's like the orange RTV, but super thick, and it's like gunked up. I got spilling out gun. the side, like <laughs> dude. I got a fucking like an electric caulk gun. We should just put a whole motor together with electric caulk gun. Yeah, I want to do the whole just thing. glue the whole shit up like real fucking like around the cylinder. Yeah, everything sealed up, and just at the end, just be like, no, no mopeds were harmed during this recording. <laughs> the problem is, then we'd have to clean it all off or throw the engine away. Yeah, I'd clean it up, save that shit, dude. Um, what else happened this week? Dude, well, I've got the Polini. I took the Polini, right? Mm-hmm. Got it home. No spark, no nothing. I'm like, all right, let's go through the basics. Spark plug looks new. Take the, the boot off, spin it over by hand. Nothing. Clean the points. Nothing. Uh, add, because it looks like they ran the wiring, like, through the gas tank area on the Pinto. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, maybe when they tighten the tank down, it pinched Wire it or pinched. rubbed or something. You know, that didn't work. And then finally, I was like, fuck this. I gutted all the wiring and, like, unloosened everything and, like, found my own uh, book to tell me what wires went to what because I couldn't remember exactly. And even that wasn't exactly what I thought it would be. I ended up just, like, testing a few wires and then duct taped a ground wire onto the engine case, which made it spark. And then got it fired up, took it for a ride, fucking ripped dicks, ran great. You can, Hell, yeah. You can literally just take the flywheel and kick it with your foot and the thing fires up. I'm like, he says it's tuned rich, man. This thing's tuned on the button. If anything, he needs to, like... I think what he's doing, it's the same old Bing full throttle like problem with people have that don't ride mopeds. Yeah, they just go a little bit. full throttle and they're like, oh, it's running too fat. But like a Bing is, you know, you got to ease into it. Like quarter throttle, even like a quarter throttle is all you really need half the time on a Bing. Like that thing usually rips hard on a quarter throttle. Just back off just a hair, just a spin. Yeah, I think he's like motorcycle territory is like giving it whiskey throttle, you know, let me, let me ring it out, get more out of I kinda, it. I actually kind of enjoy bikes that are tuned that way, where if you're giving it all the way full throttle it's like just a hair rich and if you back off a little bit it's perfect yeah so it's like you know you if you're ripping on it you know you've been ripping for a while you can give it full throttle and it'll give it more gas and kind of cool it down a little bit yeah i think it's tuned pretty safe which is good means and that's kind of how i especially for customers or anyone else's bike i'm working on i always 
I always tune it rich. Yeah. Especially if it's someone new who knows nothing about mopeds. I think I might go in there and try to just like change the clutch tuning so that it gets that extra RPM Mm -hmm. off the line. And he'll think, you know, he probably won't know any better, but like it'll give it that little extra go off the, you know, in the initial start, you know. You need that slip, dude. I mean, I opened that one U50 that I worked on the Burgundy one, not the one I did the full build on, but the other one. And the clutch screws weren't screwed in at all. No, flush. It was like, flush if not like just a little bit above it and i was like yo this is really bad Uh oh, let's get down i think just automatically plays like if it backs off of this like the internet dies or something and i lose uh what is it it puts the tv right back into fucking tv mode yeah this like channel same channel every time yeah, it just puts it on TV, and the TV's on whatever channel it was on last. Uh, Not on, like, watch it, so it just stays on this. But that's no big deal, because I can fix that shit. Yeah, but that is exciting. Get that going. <laughs> get some money from that, because I'm not working like talking about. Yeah, you guys have been slow. Yeah. Dude, everyone's been slow, man. I mean, I saw, like, another bike pop up that I wanted to buy the other day. Like, I tried to buy it a couple months ago, and now the guys dropped the price, and I can't afford to buy it. I'm like, it's a good price for a top tank Tomos. Oh, you can afford to buy it. I could, but it's one of those things like I already have, have enough bikes in the garage. Like I, I can't sit on it. I, I need to find like if I bought you it, I have to sell it right away. Sold a Hobbit, right? Yeah, sold a Hobbit. Like I'm, uh, I'm taking payments on it. But it's one of my friends are local in town, so I'm like, okay, cool. You give me hundred bucks a week, and that's like me making a hundred bucks a week for you know a bit. And, you know, I'll just, like... Take what you can get. Take what I can get, man. And then, uh... Yeah, I don't know what else. We haven't really done anything else moped wise I'm not ordering any parts. No. The man. shop. Oh, yeah, because you get ready to move, son. If hopefully, oh, yeah. If that shit goes through. Hopefully. Hopefully bought a new ranch. Gotta name <laughs> the place, too. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Now we gotta name it. Well, I say you guys join Black... You join Black Black, and then we just call it the Black Ranch. Yeah. All right, bet. <laughs> Apparently my VP hates me, so Rebel Ranch is done. <laughs> That's now the Legion Ranch. Yeah, gave up the reins. I don't know. Uh, girl Chris is Rebel. Yeah, she ever leaves the house. <laughs> that means she's got more ownership of the ranch. She doesn't leave. Uh, true. Yeah, so she's holding down the fort. Too. I think they both don't leave an equal amount. Someone's got to hold down the fort, right? She actually probably leaves more because she goes grocery shopping. Dude, let's uh, jump into the call. And Who we interviewed him today? We're doing Ashley Ackley from Brabcast. So it should be interesting. You know, Brabcast was the podcast that was happening that for Mopeds before us. Oh. Uh, they, <laughs> they couldn't make it? They made it uh, 26 posted tracks where they have right now. I think it was actually like 24 or 23 episodes. And if you guys want to check it out, it's uh, do you think on that they, SoundCloud under Brabcast. Do you think that they quit doing it because they couldn't come up with enough dick jokes? I don't know. I think we're the only ones doing dick jokes out here, dude. I mean, they're someone's got to do it. Jokes, because they'd have to be funny to be. <laughs> yeah, a joke, we're right? definitely not funny. <laughs> I like listening to the old ones because the parts that I think are really funny are the ones where we're just like making no sense. It's like it's definitely not funny, but it's funny because it's so dumb. It's so bad. Yeah, <laughs> that it's actually entertaining. So if you like us, as because, opposed to what we're doing now, which yeah, is garbage. If you like us because we're real lame. And it's kind of entertaining, then I guess you can stick around. But 
Well, I guess I better get to it. Let's Crack see. another cold beer. Thank you, Pabst Blue Ribbon, if you're out there listening. Official sponsor. Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. Thanks for all the, the moped support in the community and the, the rad t-shirts and socks and hats. And if you guys are out there and haven't had them uh, help you out with a rally, just send them a fucking email. Send somebody. Find a, a local rep. And uh, typically, they're down for for helping out the little Damn. guy. So, Bam. Let's hit this shit. We don't have our Ashley, so we'll have this one. I know. I think they Damn it, Jim. Just because mine's bigger than yours doesn't mean... Uh, hello? <laughs> well, I told you, Jim. Oh. You should have fucking... <laughs> oh, hi, guys. I was expecting someone else. How, how's it going? <laughs> What's up, Ashley? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm here with Thomas. Oh, hey. Hey. Um, we're all going to do the podcast. <laughs> do you Have you ever been on a podcast before, or is this your first time? Uh, you know, I've called into the radio station a couple times, but, you know, they told me to quit calling, that it's inappropriate, but, yeah, yeah I've, I've been on a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? So, how you been? I've been doing great this whole COVID thing has me in my garage a lot. You getting a lot of work done? You fucking fixing some bikes? Oh no, I'm terrible at it. I'm I'm like trying, but nothing's nothing's actually getting fixed. Damn. That's what motor became problems. Uh yeah. Absolutely. The one block <laughs> tune where you think you got it right, and the second you get halfway down the block, you're like, what the fuck is that smell? <laughs> oh, it's my bike! It's gonna blow up. Dude, I got a call. Oh I got a call today, or not a call. I got a message on OfferUp. I haven't used OfferUp in a really long time, but I keep all my old ads up just in case. You know, that old like moped bait. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I got a, I got a message today, and it's some just some old guy who who's like, man, I want a motorbike. And my first question to him was like, he's because because I I had a Tomos posted. He messaged me on a Tomos ad and was like, hey, do you have any motorbikes for sale? And I was like, why do you want a motorbike? Yeah. Like I, I see you I, too are a massive kid. I know, no, I yeah, it's like I personally love a motorcane. My first bike was motorcane and that was a really bad move. But I was like, yo, why do you want a motorcane? And this old guy was like, Well, oh, that's what I had when I was fifteen or seventeen or whatever the fuck. I'm like, damn, this guy's probably old as dirt. He had a fucking motorcane when he was sixteen or you know, whatever. And I was just like, dude, uh Oh god. He's like, Yeah, that's what I had when I was like a kid and it was really fast. I'm like, dude, times have changed. There's lots of fast bikes out there. There's plenty of parts available. We can make almost any bike fast. Do you still want a motorbike? So, my, I guess my question was like, how fast was your motorbike back then? In comparison to like what? Yeah, in comparison to riding his bicycle, the fucking BMX, the fixed, the ten speed. Yeah, like once you get into a car and roll your window down, you're like, uh, things are changing all of a sudden. <laughs> This is a whole lot more breeze coming through this window than I ever felt on a bicycle or a motorbike. <laughs> but no, I love motorbikes though. They're like these giant, heavy Cadillac. They're like an old Cadillac. Dude, they're so comfortable. Then, then I realized they're like an old Cadillac in that they require constant maintenance. Also, just like old Cadillacs, you hardly see any on the road. <laughs> there's three yep. there's three there's three parked in front of my house right now for my neighbor under tarps yes <laughs> but on the road that's that's as on the road as they've been in years and for some reason they're always missing like the chrome piece that goes around the rear taillight it's like yo there's a taillight and there's this big empty gap beside it 
Oh, that's plastic. That was yeah, like yeah, they disintegrate. Plastic. They all they, yeah. nobody ever replaces them. Yeah, they're all like that. I'm like, dude, all these old Cadillacs are just falling but they, apart. They repop those parts, and nobody ever buy. You like so people that actually fuck with their cars buy them because they don't want to look like a dumbass and them that part missing. But like the typical mm-hmm. fucking Cadillac owner does not bother with it. Yeah, they got saggy headliners and broken door handles to worry about. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's the dumb shits. Like, yeah, all that stuff is you know fairly easy and cheap to fix. But they're they're I think they're more concerned with like spending money on the car because they've got three or four of the same car that also needs lots of shit. Yeah, that's that's how I am. I've got a bunch of old crap that I can't afford to fix, so I just fix one a little bit at a time, and then it breaks, and then I fix the other one a little bit at a time, and then it breaks. That sounds like my mopeds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How many runners you got right now, Ashley? I, two of them are technically running right now. My black Moby Chopper, which is, like, it starts right up with the kickstart, does 42. It uh, almost keeps up with my fiance's stock Tomo. Uh, so, you know, $1,000 investment for that. Uh, it's not bad. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking mopeds. Yeah, no, no one ever tells you about how like deep the rabbit hole gets when you first buy it. Get a moped. They're oh, cheap. God, no. Get a moped. They're so cheap and fun and easy to rebuild. I know. You got to well, work on them. fucking with them. <laughs> Dude. So before we get too much deeper, um, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone who you are and how you got into mopeds? Oh, God. All right. My name is Ashley Ackley, and I got into mopeds because it was cheaper than hiring a BDSM dom, <laughs> I guess. Like, if I want to get banked and flogged, I might as well do it for $40 a time for a new piston instead of, I don't know. I don't know where that's going. But You don't have a running uh, price I, right now on, like, uh, getting flogged? I mean... I can tell you, running running know. rates in Richmond. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like over eyeballing Jason, like getting wide eyed. Well, you know, this Corona, dude, I can support my local sex workers, dude. I'm using friends only. That's costing me about $30 a pop. Oh, jeez. Yep. I got, uh, I started out with a, an AMF Roadmaster. I was like 14. And it was one of those super dope, like, can ones that had all the plastic and it like kind of actually looked like a real moped. Yeah, it's the it's like a friction drive, rear engine friction drive one. It's like kind of cream colored and like orange. Yeah, yeah. That McCullough motor and like you know, mopeds were supposed to be like the cheapest thing you could get. This was the Chinese knockoff of the cheapest moped you could buy. I see like, them all the time like at car shows, and I, I always like kind of want to get one just to fuck with it, but uh, I. I always walk away like because you end up there like oh, I want four hundred and fifty bucks and you're like man I'd give you fifty bucks maybe you know like I'm not buying that shit four fifty you're out of your fucking tree. The the high side coil is worth more than the rest of the bike two times over just because of its a uh, copper content. <laughs> it's got this weird ass coil on it that's like it's some electronic components that are like inside of a and like an epoxy and it's a weird shape that wraps around the stator. It's, it's absolutely unlike anything else. And there just are none of them. That's actually why I had to shelve my first one. Like I went to St. Cloud state here in Minnesota and I was looking for parts for it. And this meth head up on the North side had one. 
I went up there and I found my second moped, which was a Gorelli VIP. Nice. So, you know, I didn't learn the first time. <laughs> Dude, whatever. Yeah, the the Gorelli's sick. I don't know, man. Yeah, not, the, not that VIP, that two-speed rubber clutch mess that has no parts for it. Yeah. Dude, didn't that new clutch just come out, though? The uh, the hammer for the uh, Gorelli? Yeah, but is it an NOI clutch, or is it a two-speed? Well, real talk, I don't give a fuck about Gorelli, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two-speed motor does kind of yeah. suck. The NOI motor is legit. Yeah, that the VIP motor got me all over college, and yeah, it did its thing, but yeah, no, no more. I put way too much money into my next one, because I got out of mopeds for like three or four years, until I found a Dem Smiley oh, at yeah. a garage sale for 20 bucks, and like, I don't know, third time's the charm of buying literally the worst goddamn moped <laughs> you can find. I never even got that running. I think uh, uh, Maze Diffley bought it, or like the guys at the Moped Rescue bought it for parts or something. It was just absolutely horrific. And the Dems, it's like a like a Peugeot copy or something, isn't it? it no, it's got its own motor. I don't think it's a Laura it's got, like, motor. The it's it's a, got the carbs on the bottom of the engine, and it's got a bunch of weird shit with it. Yeah, it's absolutely its own thing. And it, like, there's no parts for them. There's nothing for them. It's almost as bad as the Indians, the four stroke ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing is terrible, too. But they had great wheels. If you can find the fucking nice Indian with those cool wheels. They have a little stuff oh, yeah. with the rainbow decals and stuff. Yeah, like rainbow decals yeah. and a four stroke motor on it. It was like a, people. I've talked to people too, and I'm just like, I don't, I've never ridden ones so I don't know. They're like, man, the fucking Indian would rip. It was so fast. I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what you're comparing it to. So, like, that shit cannot survive the test of times. I will not believe in it. But these old guys, they were probably like driving a tractor plowing a field and comparing <laughs> right. it to like the speed of plowing a field, you know? <laughs> so, it's hard to, so, hard to gauge. So, like, 79 Indians, the, the chrome on them was like bubblegum foil, like that thin. I've never seen one that isn't completely rusted across all of the. So I worked for Indian for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And like, I really wanted a moped, like an Indian moped so bad. Because I had the big bike, I had a, a chieftain. And then like, I wanted the, the moped on the side. And I couldn't find one that wasn't like drug behind a truck 40 years ago. And then left on the side of the road. I've never seen one running. Like still uh, to this day. I've never seen a running Indian moped. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Out in Chicago. At, at I think it was just called Moped. Like he had one that was a customer's unit that got abandoned. Okay. And that ran. But like, you know. Did you why? know it was running because it was leaking oil? <laughs> Uh, we'll have I, all sorts he, he said it ran. <laughs> yeah, it, it, well, the Indians were built like Harleys. Like if they leak, if they're leaking oil still, mm. they were probably still a good bike. It, Will had all sorts of cool bikes there. I remember the first time we went there for one of those hot and ready rallies. We popped in moped, and that girl that was wearing that fucking onesie suit with the <laughs> she fucking camel toe popping out everywhere. <laughs> Dude, we look up on the Memories. shelf, and it's just like, yeah, what's that on the wall? It's like C two motors. 
Fucking the Tomos. Uh, they just moved shops too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. What's that? Little, yeah. What's a little Tomos dirt bike? The MC MC eighty. Dude, had the MC eighty. Yeah, I want one of those still. Had a fucking RD on the wall. You can't like, find the fucking MC eighties anywhere though. Dude, he had so many good bikes, dude. RD fifty was on the wall. Like a basement full of rare fucking Minarellis and shit. Like, yeah. I mean, Moped was supposedly a they were selling bikes for good money out there too. Yeah. We're not getting shit from around here. You guys uh, have a local shop where you're at? Nah, nothing. Nothing up here. The closest thing to Minnesota is Ed's. Dang, that's a trip. Ed's killing it, though. Oh, god damn, yeah. We bought uh, we bought our 2019 Tomos from him. Okay. He gave sure, us a Tomos hell of America. a deal. Yeah. Yeah, what, what does a hell of a deal mean in, in dollar-wise? <laughs> He did the, he put a sprocket on it, he piped it, rejetted it, um, and sent us the parts cause they, for the ignition. Yeah, the stator it replacement. burnt itself out. Yeah. Yeah, for, for a couple grand. Wasn't that problem like the, uh, the magnetos were wrong? It ended up being the magneto, yeah. It was pulsing incorrectly. Yeah. Incorrectly. Uh, the, it was losing oh, magnetism. Yeah, that's what I was, I remember they did like an it, episode on that on uh, Second Stroke. Yeah, they had one extra magnet on the, um, there's one extra magnet on the flywheel, and that was enough to heat it up too much. Like, when we pulled that off of there, the, the ignition coil was melted. Yeah. So, but man, did that go like, like hell for that. I was like, so like uh, moped problems. <laughs> like, my first, yeah. or not moped problems, I meant motorbike problems, because my first... Dude, I remember when I first had my motorcane and I got all the racing parts. I was like, I'm buying all the fast parts right out the gates, but didn't know anything about mopeds. And and I just was like, oh, should I get a fancy ignition? And I was like, nah, everyone says this fucking treat ignition is perfect. I bought so many $75 treat ignitions for motorcane. Oh, yeah. Like, you still don't like that? Do you, you don't? I like them now. I think they're awesome now. But I didn't know shit about all the prep work to like oh, yeah, make the them running last. the right plug, not running a fucking standard plug. That in. the timing, the fucking Loctite, like silicone yeah. to yeah. keep the coils from moving on the plastic, because like it would just heat up, and those little plastic pieces would melt, and then the fucking coils would be moving around, and the next thing I know, I have a melted ignition, or like you know the coils would just be like all fucked up, like it, it just never worked out good. I probably bought five of them before I learned how to actually like use it properly. <laughs> That's the secret to motorbiking. <laughs> they, they will do 36 miles an hour, no problem, pop right up there with that variator as long as you don't fuck with them. They'll go three, 4,000. I had my black one with the stock motor. It ran regularly at 510 degrees. <laughs> and it, it would just, just kept fucking going. Didn't lose compression, didn't slow down, nothing. Over 500 degrees. I thought that was normal. But I put like 100 <laughs> miles on it like that, and it already had like 6,000 miles. That's, They're reliable as hell if you don't screw with them. That's way too but fucking you, hot. Yeah, that's pretty hot. Yeah, but it just it, like, it just kept doing it. You got to set your timing tighter so you put your heat in the pipe. So if you like set your timing gap closer to like one millimeter, you'll, you'll end up putting that, a lot of more of that exhaust heat into the pipe versus into the cylinder. And cool it off. Oh, and I had a hole the size of a toothpick in the head gasket. <laughs> That'll do it too. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just hot as balls constantly. But like, I just, 
Yeah, Kept running. Pop right Fuck up it. to 35. Yeah, no problem. Motorbike King gave me my first uh, taste of detonation. Pull up <laughs> the cylinder off and you have a giant hole in your piston. Yeah. <laughs> or you just open it up. You're like, what are all these specs on the head? Oh, that's the, that's Wait. what used to be in the piston. <laughs> yeah, your car, your, your car, or your carb just like disintegrates. I mean, that carb, your uh, your spark plug disintegrates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know much about the movies. I've got one, but I never fucking run it. And it's I've, been a while since you ran that thing. It, I've run it not too long ago. I fired it up, the, and then I, I just picked up another another AV10 motor for the other motor can I've got. Nice. I don't know what yeah, I'm gonna I do bought, with it, but I bought a couple of AV10. From France, this oh, guy rebuilt them stock and like amazing motors till you start screwing with them. But amazing motors, they are uh, the exhaust angle is different from the AV7, mm-hmm. so you're not going to be able to use your seven pipes. Is, is I it? I fucked up a couple $200 pipes because of that. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I didn't know there was like a different angle. In those. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I've also never ran an AV7, so that makes sense for me. Well, see, we the, we built the AV7 with a Doppler crank and uh, put it together. We've got an aerosol 50 kit for it, but nobody's ever fucked with it. Like it's just sitting in a box. It's a club bike, so the club technically owns it. All the parts are there. Uh, the bike's there. Big the bore. frame's there. Big bore. What do you mean? Get that, <laughs> get that 74 cc kit on there. For what? Pull your for AV7 or AV10. You pull your damn arms off at two at two thousand RPM. Dude, my fifty kit on my AV10 rips harder than probably most seventies do. Yeah, mine the too. HMR but I gotta Malassi. rev it up to eight K. Yeah, the HMR Malasi. That's what's all about, dude. Fucking having those RPMs, so you're just like either ripping hard as fuck or you're not ripping at all. You're only oh, on the I throttle or off the throttle. I got that monster pipe on there. I got to rev that up to 8K before it even, you know, before it even fills up the back pressure. I put that 74 kit on there and yeah, it's just barely idling and it's yanking on your arm. I, the motor became like, like, uh, like a, like a whore. You don't want to fucking live with it. You just want to ride it. You <laughs> <Yeah. know? laughs> like, I want somebody else to torque. fix it so I can just ride it. I don't, I don't know. Any, I don't want to know any of the details. I just want to show up. The bike's there. Fire it up and go. You know. Like I still have like a couple hundred dollars worth of like motorbike parts in a box on the shelf, and a frame chilling in the corner, just waiting for the one day I build another movie. And I just wanted to be like the dumbest build, like three thousand dollars worth of stupid race tech that I only ride. Like, I can help you with that once every like three months. I'll take your money. I only bring it out to fucking shit on Tom- Thomas's fucking Vespa. <laughs> I'm like fuck that 780. I bring it out, I shit all over it, and then I put it away. I'm waiting for that to happen. <laughs> I'm waiting. Oh, dude. I'm also waiting for the crickets button nigga fucking to go. Off. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Ashley, what have you been doing since Brabcast ended, man? Uh so I after Brabcast went down, I got bored. So I put together a, a one-off magazine that kept me busy for like 50 hours. So that was dope. I like, n- apparently nobody's ever seen this, even though I printed 75 copies, sent them to Treatland and they sent them out as swag. I don't know where the hell they sent them, but it wasn't people who use the internet. <laughs> mm. I, haven't, I haven't heard nothing about it. 
Yeah, like, I haven't seen any, I didn't like, see oh, any pictures until today. You sent it to the wrong place, man. Should have sent it to the podcast. He said he sent one. We never, or, or he like, thought we got it, but we never got one. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I bet I, they got confiscated. <laughs> Did they all come over, were they all printed on weed? <laughs> <laughs> no, Treeland said they got them and sent them out over Christmas as swag. But like, I just never heard anything about it. Mm. You need to call a while, dude. Like, if you got pictures of the uh, the Brap magazine, I need you guys to post a picture of it. And tag. Well, yeah. Fucking mail me a copy. Mail us a copy so we can, like, yeah, troll through it. Let's look at this thing. Absolutely. I still got a couple copies left. Before I left my, uh, before I left Indian, I emptied out every single one of their copier printers on every floor printing copies off. <laughs> What I, well, I'm curious. Like, I'm like, sure. I gotta, I'm sure that one of the 40 listeners that we have has a copy. They need to send it. You know, I think. 40, oh, you guys are doing better than 40. Yeah, I think 40 is a little high, bro. I think it's more like 35. We lost a couple oh, when you were burping earlier. <laughs> so, what's in the magazine? Uh terrible like 90s. You remember those like kids magazines from the 90s that were gaudy as shit. I was too busy no. skateboarding. All I looked at was Thrasher, bro. Oh god, it's it's absolutely terrible. I am not a. Is it like Mad Magazine type shit? Nah, nah. It's like Teen Beat Magazine looking <laughs> shit. It's bad, but it's got oh, like a bunch of stories and stuff that people. I I made a ton of posts online about hey, you know, show me photos of whatever your you know your kids on your bike or some some shit like that now you got you my know, attention <laughs> oh good <laughs> i called that next generation and like it was just people talking about their kids and like what they're doing with the with mopeds there's one that's like it's eight different types of riders ooh what are the different kinds and it should be a it should be a youtube video there's like the the stalker guy, you know, the, the stock rider. Yeah, the stock rider bought their bike new in '78. <laughs> haven't had to get their hands dirty yet. You know, it goes 28 miles an hour, but they've been going 28 for 8,000 miles. He'll tell you it gets 150 miles to the gallon, but he fills it up every 50, and he's not interested in the rally coming up. And you usually see him like just a glimpse of him riding on a back street on a nice day, like. <laughs> We were talking about French bikes, the Frenchie, like the Frenchie guy. We get it. You vary it. The Frenchie pours a hard grand into their Moby just to keep up with the guy who upjetted his fucking derby. (laughs) 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 He he owns a Maxi that's just as fast after a $90 airsoft kit, but if he admitted it, it would kill him. Hobbits and Vespas don't count. If he doesn't have to order it in French, he isn't interested. Yeah, like Europeans race with 30 horsepower Peugeots, but he doesn't. He's usually seen lock wiring his <laughs> exhaust back up again. Yeah, those are great. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Because it's funny, like, everyone knows, like, those riders. Like, it's kind of, like, good that we did, like, Brapcast episode today because I released, like, my YouTube escape video about, like, making fun of Brap. And it's kind of like, it's all like stuff that everyone sees all the time. It's like those, those riders 
the stalker guy, the motorbiking guy, like all that shit. My like, favorite <laughs> is the is the new yeah. rider that just put their fucking kid on their tomos and like now they're going fast. <laughs> and then you marry yeah. Poppins, those motherfuckers. <laughs> when you're worn out uh, moped and you're like, oh well, I mean you got a kit, you're doing like forty five now, I guess. Like you got a lot to learn, motherfucker. I still love the full low position guy, like the guy who's like <laughs> always full tuck at every rally. And you just full straight up Mary Poppins right on by him. Yeah. Or you, know, you just roll up to him and just look at him and like check his bike out for a second. Like, and he's like still full low, full low position, like head tucked down. <laughs> Got his neck tweaked up to barely see over the bars and his visor, and he's <laughs> killing it. He can hardly keep control of it because he didn't upgrade his suspension because it wasn't really in the budget. So now and, I feel personally attacked. And you look over at him, and he's like, "Yeah, this guy's noticing how fast I'm going. Fuck yeah!" yeah. And then you're like, "See you later." Yeah, one, <laughs> fucking one hand eating a bag of popcorn, holding an umbrella. Yeah. You reach over, hit his kill switch. <laughs> yep. Oh. And then Thomas gets yelled at again. And then gets yelled at again. Mm. Oh. The good old uh, there's days. All, there's the good old days like, where we weren't fucking uh, <laughs> on lockdown and fucking Corona. I know. I can't wait to do that again. We could, we could ride with I told our you friends. I did that shit to Sal one day and he couldn't figure it out for like 10 minutes. I like that. So what yeah. the pranks, dude? Yeah, you just ride up and hit their kill switch, and like if they don't really see what you're doing, you just flip the Tomo's kill switch off, and they're like broke down all of a sudden. There's a there's a thread on Moped Army right now about uh Moped Rally pranks. What is Moped Army again? Oh, MopedArmy.com. That's the website where you can find out shit about mopeds that you don't know. Yes, and if you ask, where you can get trolled, and if you ask, and if you ask questions and you want help, someone's gonna shit talk you. Yeah. <laughs> just use the wiki. Um, but I am kind of upset because when I first got on Moped Army, it was uh, way more violent than it is now. And I've recently seen some people like asking repair questions in the Gen Pop, you know, forum. And I'm like, yo, where's the guy who comes in out of nowhere screaming wrong form fuckface? Mm. <laughs> Haven't seen the wrong form fuckface guy in a, in a minute. I don't. Uh, I know. I, I know those days because I was asking those questions. Damn moderators, dude. Ruin it for everybody. No, I don't think it's that. I think people are bored and want to be nice. <laughs> like, they're like, they're so bored, they want to see where it goes. See if they can actually help, help someone. That's <laughs> like, Dude, so what made you want to start Rapcast? So, I was at, it was like Rally of the Corn 2, 3, maybe? Like, it was a few years ago. And there was this these guys there from um, uh, the Holy Rollers, I think. And I'm like, hey, who are those guys? And everybody asks, is like, oh, that's the Holy Rollers. Uh, we know literally nothing about them. I'm like, all right, so what if, like, there was some place that we could learn about that these people could, like, tell their story, where these clubs came from, where, you know, where stuff is headed, what they're all about. Like I, I, you know, I listen to podcasts like seven hours a day. Like, all right, I can make this happen. Like actually the Holy Rollers episode is one of my favorites because it was nothing like I thought it was going to turn out. Mm-hmm. They never are. <laughs> yeah. 
What kind of, I mean, did you just start out doing recording? Like, did you have any good equipment or did you just start doing it from your computer? I just off of my computer, I went out and bought this blue snowball microphone and like just a copy of uh, Acoustica Mixed Craft and I just went for it. Oh, yeah. That's like the biggest thing. It's like there's so much DIY shit in mopeds. It's like when you have an idea to do something, like it should just happen. Like there's so much like naysaying and hesitation when it comes to stuff because people are like, oh man, he should have done this or you should have done that. But like when it comes down to it, if you don't just do the fucking thing, it's never going to get done. Right. And, you know, I'm cool with somebody being like, oh, you should have done it this way or you could have done this better. Because maybe like, if somebody listens to like my rap song and goes, God damn it, that's garbage. I could do better than that. You know, maybe they will like, and there's no, there's no limit to the amount of moped content that can be considered too much. Like if somebody is like, well, I'm going to do it better than you. Hell yeah. Do it. We need more moped content. So, so we not, need more. It's not that much. <laughs> Where is your rap yeah. song posted? Oh god, oh. it's on every fucking music site. Apple Music. Like I, I went through this thing called Distro Kid, and they put it on literally every platform from Spotify to Apple Music to like Walgreens downloads or something. <laughs> it's it's everywhere. And it's terrible. It's gloriously terrible, and I I love it. Yeah, I think we use a CD Baby, and they do a lot of that posting for us. Yeah, yeah. I've been absolutely obsessed with that Brute Squad song lately. Oh yeah, that's, that was pretty good. Oh man, <laughs> I just groove to that in the car. <laughs> yeah, we did a couple of shitty ones. They're all bad. <laughs> Definitely none of them are good. We need a new one, man. We haven't done the country tune yet. Yeah, we try. We we were going to do a whole country song, moped style. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. So literally nobody knows about the country song I did because I never released it, but I will totally send it your way. Hell yeah. We'll play that shit. <laughs> well, I right on. Did you have like that acoustic song? E? No, Ashley. Oh. No, I did. I don't think it had anything acoustic. Yeah, I can't remember. I thought it was some other song I heard. The hardest thing about, it, I guess, put putting something out there too is like you got to have something that's yours. So you can use it. You know, you can't just right. take somebody else's shit and like creating a rap beat. You can do it on a computer. You know, pretty simply for the most part. Most people can do it, but like to create a country song on the on the computer is a little bit different. You know. That's you almost yeah. need to like record something and like lay down some tracks and then come back to it. You gotta just steal that shit, dude. Fucking mix track style. Exactly. Yeah, you probably could. I don't get know how to do that. In my head, in my head, how it works is like you gotta build it. You know, if you build it, they will not come. They will not come. That's exactly correct. My my two hundred views per episode a year later tells me that they will not come if you build it. <laughs> I'll be back. I gotta pee. Sick. Well, you go pee and I'm gonna ask you some questions that I got off the internet. Because that's Hi. always fun. Um, <laughs> uh, 
our friend Blue Spoke Two Stroke said, uh, can Brapcast change their name to exclude the word Brap? Which kind of would lead to the new podcast that I keep hearing about. Cast? Cast cast? Podcast? This podcast? No, like take Brap out of it? Y- yeah. <laughs> just cast? Oh yeah, cast cast. Cast or something? <laughs> no, that's... Uh, <laughs> Jim and I have this new thing going called Second Chance. Uh, shit, I can't remember his name. Jim Henry? Yeah, shit. Jim Henry. He's my, he's my co-host. I'm like, what the hell is his last name? A.K.A. Yeah. Slim Jim 11X. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, uh, going to be a hybrid between, between Brapcast and Monday Morning. Like, uh, a little bit more... Little, a little bit more bullshitting, a little bit less, uh, like sounding like a 48 hours episode, but we have absolutely no idea really what it's going to sound like yet. I've got ideas for like skits at the, the end of every episode, just dumb shit, but we'll see how it actually goes. You guys uh, have like, any timeline set up already? Nah. We we missed everything we've set up so far. Uh, apparently, there's a couple people ready to record on Friday, so I'm down to see how that works. But I had so I don't know if you guys have the same problem, but like I I was in contact every week with like sixty different people and groups and um uh, businesses. And like over the course of six months, I I got like maybe six of them to come on the show, even though they're like, oh yeah, totally, we'll find a time to record. And there's like that for every week for like six months. I don't know if you guys have a problem getting people to like actually sit down in front of a microphone or not, but that fucking killed me. Yeah, I mean it's hard to schedule like time with all with a lot of people, and it's hard to like set it all up and like. I was for a while. I was trying to book a month out in advance, so I'd have them all like ready and knew who was going to be when and where. And I don't know, it's just difficult, especially too, because it's like there are so many clubs out there, and there's so many riders that are like influential and doing cool stuff in mopeds that you want to get all these people on. But if you're only doing one episode a week, it kind of limits the time you have available for scheduling and stuff like that. Right. Uh, Sometimes, like. The way I do it is like, when do you have available to record? I will make sure I am online and ready to record this thing with you. So like some days, it, some weeks, it would be like three a night. And then like, it'd be three weeks before anybody could commit to actually coming on. Yeah, that's when we just do it ourselves and like, no yeah. guests, we're going to sit here and bullshit. And yeah. It's like, oh. we, we know for a fact, we're going to do it every week and we're going to do it the same day. And hopefully yeah, we put it out there. If somebody wants to chime in, if they can do it, make the date, then they need to make sure that they're getting on our schedule. Yeah. You know, because like, we're both right. already so busy with everything else in life and working multiple jobs and running a business and doing mobiles yeah. and trying to stay active and trying to have a social life. It's like really hard to do all the things. And, you know, we're making a commitment to do this weekly. So we try to like stick to a schedule like if we do have something else going on, we try to like, you know, make up for it or do an, uh, an off day to cover it. Or like maybe mm-hmm. have one expert extra episode just on a back burner that we can like 
use if something, you know, comes up that's like unplanned for. Right, right. That's that's the way to be. The one of the things I talked Jim into was doing um non interview based stuff or or non timely stuff, like answering questions like what was the first moped? You know? Just stuff people think about every once in a while and they're like, Man, that's gonna be a lot of research. I don't even want to Google that. <laughs> like have episodes like about that kind of stuff. So you're talking show prep. Something we know nothing about. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh man, my show prep was out of control. I would I had a list of questions I'd send to people a week beforehand. We'd like have a half an hour setup of just like working out line levels and stuff. I like Yeah, see I the, found it was out, quite a production. I found out that you were gonna be on the podcast today. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> like Thomas, come on through. <laughs> Hour, hours before I got here. That was pretty much it. Oh damn. It keeps it fresh, dude. It keeps Thomas like the way we like him, you know, coming off the cuff, saying some dumb shit that we don't expect to come out of his mouth. I love it. Like what? Nugget <laughs> porn. <laughs> Nugget porn. That wasn't me. That was Richie. Don't blame me. I've never. Like, that's I, have how yet, keep fresh. I have yet to see Nugget porn. Uh, we can fix that. Do not. Right? No, do not send it to me. I have no interest in Nugget porn. So we'll get that going like, for you. <laughs> like that's how that stuff keeps fresh. Like Brapcast was like an episode of 2020. Like, <laughs> and like that did not work for a lot of people. Like it was like boring for a lot of people. Cause they, they want the interaction like this, where it's just, it's bullshitting with people. It's learning about stuff naturally. And like, I was like, sitting down in front of people like Geraldo Rivera. <laughs> like, let's get to the dirt. Let me ask the hard questions. Yeah. I mean, and we try to do that. Like, you know, I'm not, it's not, uh, you know, out of my wheelhouse to oppose somebody's opinion or to, but the, the other side of it is like, we get some guests on the show that are not exactly publicly loved. You know, like, I like to have Dan Casser on the show. Who wouldn't? I wouldn't, I wouldn't shit on him. Dude, um, out of the gates because I want to keep him on the show, you know. Yeah, I mean, oh, we did you guys never really the- shed on him. Like we did the the uh, the race, and that worked out, you know. Not to his favor. Not to his favor, but it wasn't like shit talking. Really, it's like, eh, it's the truth. It is what it was, you know. Yeah. Dude, um, speaking of Thomas, we did get a question in for Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said Thomas. Uh, is he still butthurt about Jason shooting down his variator mod idea last week? And not Jason, because he, he said J-Ball, but, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I don't think Thomas was butthurt at all. Uh, it's not butthurt about it. <clears throat> what I'm butthurt about is that the fact that he's like, that's such a bad idea. You can't, like, alright, have you tested it? You don't fucking know. <laughs> like, you you know, your, your hypothesis, you're saying your, your hypothesis is church. It ain't. Someone also did uh, come at us during the week and send us a message saying they back the fact that you uh, called out J-Ball on uh, his uh, dual variator thing being redundant. It is. Like, it is. 
it's awesome. I'm not it's saying awesome, it's not it's awesome. Cool, it's different. I think it's fucking completely over engineered for his own personal enjoyment, which yeah. is great. And that's the idea. And I know that that's what he's going for. And that's fantastic. But like when you like as from a mechanical engineer, like style br- way of thinking, like, you know, all right, let's look at the, uh, the Honda MB five. This is my uh, most redundant hated moped in the world. It's the worst motorcycle. It's the worst moped. <laughs> I'm, I'm ripping dicks past it on my no shifting, you know, Pook Maxi, my Vespa. I don't have to shift gears, and I'm doing just as good off the line, just as good on the top end, if not better, and then some. It's like, it's a waste of fucking time. You just hurt Conan's feelings, dude. He's going to come at you now. Come at me. <laughs> come get some, motherfucker. Damn, yeah, getting heavy in here. No, but for real, like... It, it, not, not that what he was doing is stupid because it's not. It's really smart thinking. It's you know, it's it's good engineering and it's in a and it's you know p- potentially in in the right direction. And somebody could take that information and move forward with it and actually come up with a really cool part that would do a lot. I don't ever see it going to like a mass production kind of thing. No, but it's cool for like a one off. Like you're making something different and you're trying to push the limits of mopedding. I also don't see the point. Yeah. Not for everyone, for I th- sure. I think if he wants to make his, um, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> Sometimes it's just that that point that it's weird as shit, even if it does nothing. Like like when I put that 8-track player on my bike. Like, it does nothing. It barely fucking works. But, like, it's different. And I made it work, and I feel good about it. Hey, Jason, did I ever tell you about one of my, one of my first mopeds? And I've forgotten about this, and I bet you you don't know about this bike. I went to a car show in Charlotte, North Carolina, and you talk about the eight track player on your bike, like just being a weird bike. I ended up like going there because I had just gotten into mopeds, and my brothers were in the car shows, so I went with them. And I was like, well, maybe I'll get lucky and be able to like buy a moped to fix and sell and have some fun with and play with. Shopping around, end up with a Sax that had, and I don't, I think it might have been a top tank. I can't really remember. It was painted army green. The guy was a NASA scientist who owned the bike and like pimped it out to look like a military jet plane moped. It had a giant uh, like windbreaker windscreen on it. The guy had put a radio in it that worked and like it ran off the, he had rewired the bike so it would charge the battery to power the battery up and it had a like extra, all kinds of extra lights and bullshit on it and all this other dumb fairings and the, uh, windbreakers and you know like completely redundant dumb shit but it was cool and i bought it because of that so i mean ideas aren't always dumb you know like they're not dumb to everyone like i thought his ideas are cool sometimes having something dumb is the fun part yeah it's the fun part yeah and i'm I'm not saying jbot's ideas are dumb they're smart it's good thinking it's definitely you know it works whatever but like having wind fairing on a bike that doesn't go fast enough to generate wind. <laughs> Completely stupid, right? Like Sometimes the, that's the point. Yeah, yeah, like in theory, like you could lose 20 pounds and have the same effect. Yeah, why you gotta keep talking shit about my weight, bro? I can't deal with this. Uh, it's not your weight. <laughs> it's not the weight. It's the, re- it, it's the wind resistance of your... Oh, my girth. <laughs> <laughs> your girth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we had another question from the internet. Uh, this if, you, if you can stretch yourself out the <laughs> other way, 
You'd be money. Weight's not the issue. This would uh, be Ewok Kills, and he sent this. He sent a question for all of us, and it says, uh, "What would you tell a new mopeder before they buy a bike?" Ashley, you sure you don't want to <laughs> take the you, lead? <laughs> you sure you don't want a scooter instead? Yeah, you know you can carry a beer and a scooter, right? <laughs> yeah. I I actually have done that before. This uh, college girl came up, she thought my, my bike was dope as fuck. I'm like, nope, go down the street, get yourself a Buddy 50. This, this mm. is not the one you want, especially right. since you don't know where the gas goes. Like, And some of that's like, you don't want that person as a fucking moped child for the rest of your life going, oh, hey, God. I'm, gonna, I'm, children. Late, I'm late for <laughs> class and the bike won't start because I don't have enough pressure on my foot to get it. I can't pull the start oh. lever hard enough or... Whatever the okay, fuck it so, is. Nothing like having a moped child or two or three or ten. So there's this story about that, right? I bought my mom my mother is seventy four. Sounds and high. we got her we got her a maxi. It's a, a a fucking swinger. And she's like eighty pounds. She has to stand on the front fender and like jump down onto the pedal to get it to, <laughs> to crank over. But goddamn, if her old ass doesn't do that and buzz that fucker all over town. My mom keeps busting my chops. She's like, I see this three wheeled moped. She's like, I want to get a moped. I want to get this three wheeled moped. I keep seeing this three wheeled moped. I'm like, I'm not even fucking entertaining that. There's no fucking way. I only, I don't, I, I call you once every other month and I come see you maybe once every other month. There's no fucking way you're getting a moped. Yeah, not mom, for me. I'm having nothing to do with child. that. <laughs> Fuck that. Dude. All my all my boyfriends and girlfriends and stuff they end up having mopeds because I don't know I I'm a terrible influence. So this is the only on way you'll them. talk to them. I'm like, do they have mopeds right? or do you have extra mopeds and they happen to ride them? No, I introduce them to it and they're like, oh yeah, totally, I want one of those. So like my my husband bought one and he just bought that Tomos because. Like he doesn't fuck around with stuff, but my, my boyfriend is 19 and he's like, got a hundred dollars. We ended up finding him a yellow motor became for a hundred bucks. And so now like he's my moped child for like the next five years on top of <laughs> yeah, my, my girlfriend and my ex-girlfriend. Like, I think I, you can you probably know. shorten that, t- that span up by like, Getting the motor became running decent so we could sell it to afford a Tomos. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Game over. I think I, I think one of my first questions I asked when someone asks about buying a moped, I'm just like, have you ever worked on anything? Do you mind keeping up with maintenance? Because it's gonna require some general like My question is, why are you buying this? Yeah, what's the what's, what's the, the purpose? What's the what's job? The like what's the job? Yeah. How far are you trying to go? Are you trying to dump your boyfriend fucking 50 miles every day? Hey, do you have any rear foot pegs in stock? <laughs> I need a long seat and rear foot pegs. Like, the fuck you do? You need a scooter, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, buddy, no, you need a, you need a Moby then. A buddy with that goddamn couch seat. Yeah, because that way you're comfortable when you're broke down on the side of the road <laughs> sitting on it. Yeah, you can lay down for a nap waiting for the chase. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Extra pillow. 
I, I think that's what the little uh, cubby is actually built for underneath the Mobies. It's to, like to hold like a camping pillow stuffed in there, so you can <laughs> rip the seat off and jam it in the ground and lay on that, and then tuck a pillow behind your head. Possibly. That's why I got huge saddlebags. I bought those giant like pleather ones. I got pictures of Matt. somewhere. Oh, one side has every every tool I need to tear that fucker down. And the other side has like an entire top end, like it's it's literally everything. One side has all the tools. Crank. One side's got all the tools, and the other side has a hundred dollar bill stashed in it for the tow home. So can you say like every motor every motor mechanic needs to have like road trip stats ready to go? Like, are you doing a pinball? No, I'm going to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, it's five blocks up the street. I don't know how it's gonna go. It's fucking anyone's bet at this point. Dude, I'm talking all this shit about Motivicade. I love Motivicade. It's so bad. Like, I feel like I should be defending my choice to have five of them right now, but no, I can't <laughs> even. Like, I can't. I fucking can't. It's, it's five of them that don't run. Well, you don't buy them because you buy them because you love the bike. You know, it's like it's a different, yeah. they make a different sound. They, they, they vibrate di- different. The parts are. Or, you know, they're their own parts, the way they come together. I, I mean, they the look French great built aesthetically a great too, bike, and they look good. Yeah, they're good-looking bikes. They sound good. Maxis make my feet numb. Yeah. Like, Do they? Yeah. Like, so I don't have any hooks. So I'm with the they fucking... They make my feet the, numb. Tomos do that shit to me, and I don't like riding Tomos. I think they vibrate too much, like they're unbalanced. Uh, but Maxis are pretty unbalanced as well, but, like, I don't fuck with Tomos because of that. You know? You don't think so? I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't ride enough Tomoses to really know. Yeah. I ride them enough to make sure they're working, and then I sell them. Yeah, I mean, my I don't think my Maxi vibe, but it, again, it's got a decent crank in it, a nice kit, good tires and wheels. Like, so some of that shit probably smooth, you know, smooth it out quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, you, you take a stock bike and slap a 70cc top end on there. Go ape shit! Yeah, you're gonna rattle yourself to death. Yeah, that's when like suspension and like shitty brakes. You know, that's when like having a lathe would be cool to like sort of balance shit out, balance a you know, clean everything up a little bit. Ryan, I know, (laughs) help us. Mill these fucking main gears down so they don't wobble around. Dude, what was your favorite Bratcast episode? He went over this. Me. Yeah, you're the one who made oh. the show. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fuck it, Colt. <laughs> I don't remember most of them. Uh, probably the Holy Roller. Because, like, it was absolutely nothing like I thought it would be. Those guys were absolutely nothing like I thought they were going to... You know, I thought I was going to end up with, like, some evangelical stuff. You know, but they were... Those guys are the furthest from it. They just, like, helping out at rallies and shit. And, like, if you want to ask about the Jesus stuff, go ahead. But it's, like, apparently against their rules to do any proselytizing or, like, bringing that stuff up. And I think are that's they still around? Cool. Yeah, they're still around. Yeah, they are. Are they MA official? No. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they only, I think they went out for it one, like, one time. Yeah, I think they only applied once. I mean, that's yeah, they a- are. That's a good way to go, like, for, I mean, 
I think for churches in general, I've, I've run across a couple of churches that don't really like, even though they roll around or do like religious based events, they don't push it. They're like, we're just hosting an event because yes, we're, we're all at our church together. We're like a minded thing, but we're not going to push. We're, we're just hosting an event because we want to meet the community outside of religion, you know, right? which is kind of cool. Yeah, at Rally of the Corn, they cooked breakfast for everybody on Sunday. Like, they had a pancake breakfast. That's and what I still like, want to do. Yeah. yeah I still there wasn't, like, no prayer. Or all the corn. Nothing before. All the pancakes are shaped like crosses. <laughs> no, nothing like that. <laughs> they were all about the, like, let the action speak for itself kind of thing. And they're not, you know, they're not like a bunch of dweebs. They're actually decent people. Yeah, they're not. They're not going to bust your chops for doing dumb shit. They're down for it. Yeah, yeah. Like yo, bud, hold my cocaine. So you started out with a what the hell is that thing called? The little friction drive bike. The uh, oh, the roadmaster. The roadmaster, and you got into Motobi Canes. What's the what's I, I guess what's the most expensive moped you've invested in, dollar wise? Uh the black chopper. I've got probably three grand into that all said and done. Cause I'm never done with the bike. Like if I'm never done with that bike, it's because I'm selling it. Or you're not like, breathing. I will, yeah. I will like, I'll never stop fucking with that thing. Um, just <laughs> all the no, different it, wiring setups and stuff. I yeah, probably got talking, three grand into three it. Three grand is a, is a ton of money, but is it like expendables? Like I went through five kits, two cranks, wheels and tires, uh, brakes. Like what are you counting as the three grand? Yeah. Like three motors, all the different pipes, all the different cranks, all the, uh, the different variator setups. I had, um, gazelles on there. Now I got this set of white walls. Uh, I bought a whole, uh, like, 60s Moby, uh, one of the, the Montgomery Ward ones. Yeah, the fat just fender so I could get that. Yeah, just so I could get that big-ass fender off the front. Mm. And then I sent that to Ed and had him straighten it out and powder coat it and stuff. And I spent a shitload of money on that. But, like, it's slowly turning into the chopper, like, I want. Dude, the old Montgomery Ward fucking Moby's rip too. Those things yeah, would do like was, 40, 45 almost stock. Once, if yeah, they're running none good. of that restriction shit. Yeah, you get rid of the restrictions and get them tuned up so they're actually dialed in. Those things fucking kill. Probably the craziest buy I've ever had was a uh, uh, 63 Riverside. My father had one as a kid that he'd just tear around on. And Nick Schroeder sent me a uh, uh, Craigslist link. He's like, dude, here it is. Go for it. Um, it was like three hundred fifty dollars at first. Yeah, it was like three hundred fifty bucks. It had a redone seat. It ran like it's just this amazing like barn find with a new seat that somebody had started but like never finished. And I called the guy at like nine o'clock in the morning. And he answered so, like it had been up since the night before. And he's like, wow, you're, I've been getting calls all morning, but you're the first person I've actually answered the phone for. <laughs> like, like holy shit. I've, I've got, I've won a couple of bikes yeah. like that when I called him and just like, Hey, listen, I'm a moped guy 
and I want to either, you know, like just be straight up. I'm either going to take this bike and flip it and get it to its glory. So it's out there in the wild, like doing what it's meant to do, or I'm going to like basically buy it and sell it to somebody for a small profit and help them learn how to repair it. You know, and I've, I want a couple of bids about yeah. that, but just like, Hey, I had a bunch of people call me, but like, you're the only one that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. This guy didn't even answer any other calls, And then he wanted me to convince him. So I told him about my father and like what we were going to do with it. And like, tw- I left work. I just got up out of my desk and left. And half an hour later, I had it loaded up and it was like 300 bucks. And you can't like, no way. <laughs> That's a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Um, you want to tell us about the the van setup for the podcast? The van. Uh, so I'm tacky as hell. Uh, I call it the Bratmobile. Which which uh, which van? The brown one or the blue one? I, I I don't know. Whichever one you were doing the podcast inside of. Okay, so that is an '85 Ford. The Conaline like conversion van and is the biggest piece of shit. I've never had so many problems with a vehicle, including mopeds. It's constantly something with that thing, but it's like it's got four captain's chairs and a table in the middle, and in the back you can fit four mopeds standing up side by side, like not crammed in there, but like standing up in it. It's the perfect rally van. Yeah, but that's a giant you, man. You, you can't go more than like 75 miles without something like literally fucking exploding. Last summer, I went through three fuel pumps. Damn. Like, no reason. Now, if you, if you put the battery cable on, it immediately starts turning over. Like, trying to start. No key, no nothing. Just put the battery thing on, and it's cranking. That's crazy. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, what do you uh, usually ride to rallies? I haven't been to a rally in like three years. Yeah, that's a long time, man. I had a Saturn wagon that I took to Rally of the Corn, and like that, the uh, the engine mount broke. The engine cradle broke halfway there, and like, yeah, that. Like I made it there and some some guys who did like burns fucking welded it up for me. But they weren't part of the moped thing. They were just walking by. I don't know what With the hell welders. that was about. <laughs> yeah. Well, well yeah, we always take our welders for a walk everywhere we go, just in case. No, no, I like drove it to their house like a mile away and they like jacked it up and welded it up. The weirdest thing I've ever, like, had happen in my life. Like, they noticed the tire was all fucked. I'm like, what happened? And they're like, well, yeah, drive it over here. We'll weld it up for you. All right. Yeah, fuck you. I'll take your help, please. Thank you. Yeah, just some of the weirdest shit happens at rallies. And, like, these guys weren't even at the rally. They were just, like, walking by. (laughs) But, yeah, it's been so long since I've been able to get to anything the last time the casserolers had something i was in uh chicago that weekend and then the one before i had my fiance at the time my girlfriend and 
somebody who was just kind of reliable. They were all in town at the same time. So like I was doing stuff that was definitely not moped related. Yeah, the way if it keeps going the way it's going, there's not gonna be a rally for a hot minute. I mean, I think the Legion rally's still still planned at the moment. But yeah. I you know, who long knows? I think the post that got released on Moped Army from Simon from like the general like moped army, you know, clubs or whatever was just stating that all rallies are cancelled until June. Like at least through June. And then they're gonna take another look at it. Simon says all rallies are <laughs> since since Moped Army is hosting the rallies. No, but it's just like a general statement just from from like those clubs, kind of like trying to lead by example. Yeah. I mean, most of the clubs who have rallies in the last month, or at least this month and this last month, already canceled anyway. I canceled my anniversary party. Yeah, we canceled a lot of things, dude. I don't know if we get married September. We'll see. Mm. Yeah, because. What happened to old school mopeds? Like, like there'd be like a typhoon of cancer going (laughs) on. It's like fuck it, we're riding. (laughs) But uh, like, yeah, well, it's like old and responsible. You can't can't (laughs) cough cancer onto your buddy. You know, that's what happened. Oh, but they like all them clubs, like especially out west, they do stuff. That's like way dumber than that. <laughs> I don't right. know. It seems now, like an now old I want an example. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, do tell. Do tell. The clubs like, out what's west. That, what's that? What's that club that like they fucking cut into themselves, cut their hands with the same goddamn knife? Oh, the puddle cutters. You actually just is, released is a lost episode from them. Yeah, I don't know if they talked about that or not. It's been like eight months since I did that episode, and I just threw it up there. I mean, puddles are no pussies, man. Blood in, blood out. Blood in, yeah, blood man. Out. <laughs> like what's Diva a little COVID? If you're, cup out. What's a little COVID if you're giving each other AIDS from your rusty ass knife? <laughs> I mean, rust well, like, no it's, no it's, it's HIV first, okay? Then it turns to full blown AIDS if you're really full dedicated. Blown. <laughs> Like no hate. Like I love that they're hardcore. We have uh, a, what was that television show? I uh, I uh, the Hell Satan's. Hell Satan's. Yeah, I know most of that's blown way out of proportion. <laughs> you think? No, like, it's all facts. That's somewhere. real. That's, that shit is facts. We're here in Richmond. All that shit happened. Here. Did you see the Some episode of that with the pig? Somewhere. Check the show out, nah. guys. If you guys haven't seen it, check out uh, Hell Satan's on Fusion. That's you want to know what RVA mopeds is all about? Yeah, check it out. Fusion TV. You'll get to see my little piggy penny on there. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna give somebody the wrong idea. They're gonna come in with like a crack pipe and a goddamn flamethrower. Yeah, and they're like, we, we everybody's gonna be standing there like braiding each other's hair and shit. Entertainment is worth <laughs> it. He's fucking entertainment, and we would get people hitting us up like. Uh, hey, I'm thinking about moving to Richmond, and I saw like these videos about gangs and like the moped gang culture in Richmond. Is any of this true? Yes. I'm like, yeah, all of it. Some, yeah. of, some of it. Firebombing other clubs. That yeah. should happen. Why don't you come and find out, motherfucker? <laughs> what, what set you repping? These mean streets. <laughs> yeah. Come meet me out at the alley. I got you. I'm gonna hook you up. I said, gonna be braptastic. I'm gonna I'm gonna rap blast and rip dicks on you. 
Oh man. Hitting all the words. I know. It's been fun. Dude, um are you still prospecting for puddle cutter? I mean for uh casseroles? Nah, that got that got ugly. Uh so I'm kind of a uh divisive figure. I I call it a paradoxymoron where like people either fucking love me or they despise me. And that was causing problems in the club. Like people who are all about me and then like people who just really fucking hated me. And it was causing it was causing this weird rift. And I'm like, no, we can't be we can't be having that. So I just dropped out of that. Uh, I well, still I hear, ride with them and stuff and hang out, but like I'm not I'm not gonna Dude, mess up what they don't got. Don't worry going. about it. It's cool. Black Black's still hiring. Yeah, <laughs> we do what we want, huh? <laughs> Most hated. Most hated. <laughs> Dude, well, do you wanna hype up anything you got planned in the future? Uh you wanna tell people where they can catch second chance and where they can catch you on the internet? Uh, yeah, Second Chance is where all the old people go. It's on Facebook. Uh, Jim wants to set up an Instagram and stuff, but uh, it's going to be on SoundCloud like everything else. Uh, look for it in your favorite podcasting app. Um, I'm still doing copies of Swarm and Destroy. If you guys have seen that already. The comic? Uh, the, no. The, the video. Okay. The video that was, it's actually super dope. It's so old school. Uh, I made VHS tapes of that, VHS copies. Uh, I'm still working on the. Song. I mean, yeah, can you. I'm going to need that on no, digital I'll say format. The, when you buy the VHS copy, does it come with a VHS player? <laughs> uh, I ripped it and it's actually available on YouTube, but that's lame. That's where I you just gotta it. search for swarm and destroy. That's it's super cool, like old school stuff. Uh, still working on the eight track. I'm player. curious if a minute of those videos. No, you're not. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. You're not that like, old school. Sorry, bud. I was at uh, the Richmond the shit line. back in the day for a lot of that stuff, like the old bike, the uh, the bike lot videos. I was yeah. there for that. I don't think it was in Richmond. It was uh like uh, oh yeah, and but you look at a lot of the old like Hell Satan videos. No, it was like a, a documentary, like actually professionally put together from Kalamazoo. Yeah, I watched it. It was good. Forty six minutes long. It was a long bitch too. Yeah, I think we watched that one time at um, Gettysburg. I don't know. Angels rally. There. They watched something. Yeah, I think we watched it at the Gettysburg Angel Rally. It was good. Uh, the KOA, when we stayed at the KOA one. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good rally. Had the cabin. Luxury. Mm-hmm. Luxury with a shower and a shitter. Right there in your own building. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up, man. Uh, thank you for hopping on and hanging out with us for a bit. Thanks for continuing the podcast, right? And I'm glad to see you guys are coming back to do some more podcasting, put some more stuff out there for as far as moped content goes for our community. And Should be fun. I Jim. am stoked. Jim's got plenty to say, so he'll be <laughs> very entertaining. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let it rip, Jim. Let it rip, Jim. <laughs> this is your outlet. <laughs> the world is your oyster. 
and we'll Hi. never have to say the word brap again because Brapcast is officially over. Officially <laughs> over. Now it's just second chance podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. There right. it is on in, right. on the on. The, I, we're looking at your Facebook page now. Yeah, ready to go. Ready to go. We'll start posting dick pics on it. Let <laughs> me get it flat. Awesome. <laughs> all right man well thank you for hanging out and yeah. we'll talk to you later actually dude it's been great talking with you and we appreciate you being on here for sure and yeah thanks for having me on this has been a blast if you get this way to richmond same thing we sell you know sell and tell to everyone swing through come fucking join us in real life if you feeling froggy not right now but in the future you want you know yeah yeah, riding Hell chatter yeah. was a shit show this weekend. Yeah, right. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, riding chatter was bad. I didn't even show up. Yeah, I think it was uh four people riding. I've been uh, telling those people for months I wasn't gonna show up to that rally. I think four people went on the ride, it was only one moped. <laughs> and, no, right. and no one from the rebels. No, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. All right, cool. Thanks, Ashley. We'll see you later, bro. I do. All right, man. Thank you again. See ya. Yeah. Bam. Another one in the books. That's cool talking to Yeah, talking to her. She's been doing her. Sure, her. She's been doing the thing for a minute, and I don't know. Second chance should be cool. We'll see. I'm less ready to hear Jim fucking go go ham. Like I'm like, yo, Jim, get it. Jim's gonna fucking do it. (laughs) He's got a lot to say, and like, I'm curious to see how it comes out because, like, talking to him in person, he's uh, easy to listen to. You know, he's got a story. Yeah. So you can put a story out. Like, I fumble my words, and like, I don't know, I lose the fucking point super fast. Hey, when you lose the point, there's time. Keep it moving. Just keep it moving. Next. (laughs) Next point. Next topic. Next topic. Um. Tell a bad joke. <laughs> we all suck, bam. But uh that one's done, dude. We're in the books. Uh do we even say what number this was? No. Seventy five? Is it? Yeah, I think we're seventy five. It's been a lot. Yeah, we're seventy five. Zero seven five. We're almost to a hundred. We're actually kinda of closing in. Are we have anything special for a hundred? Twenty five to go. I know we talked about raffling and off or giving away a motor. Or a bike, or something. I wonder if we can like raise enough money in a raffle to like give away a moped from Doe's if they have anything cool for a hundredth, like shipped. The cost about like eight hundred bucks. Yeah, that's a lot. But I bet we could probably start like a raffle page raffle for it, so we don't have to buy it, and maybe Doe's will help us with the price. Twenty bucks a spot. Yeah, that's a lot. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, I was doing like small games mm-hmm. for 40 bucks a ticket. Oh, yeah and, people, yeah. and they were selling out quick. And it was way less work. So, like, when you're doing like a dollar a ticket for 500 fucking tickets, it's impossible. Okay. You guys tell us. This is episode 75. Yeah, if you got some ideas, hit us up. We got 25 episodes before we hit 100. Should we raffle off a bike? Should we raffle off a motor? If we do, what should it be? Would you. Join in on the raffle. If you're listening and you're part of these people we're talking about, would you be willing to get on in on it? You know, do you have your own fucking moped parts superstore that you want to fucking Donate help us out with? Towards you know, and we still got a bunch of other things. Like I don't know, we we've been doing rap- uh, raffles every ten episodes since we started. So or we could do nothing. You know, or we could do nothing. We could just keep doing what we've been doing. But if you get any ideas, give us a call. We like to do something special. So you let us know what we should do. 
our voicemail number if you don't know already. And you're welcome to call anytime and just leave us questions or messages or bitch at us or tell us how shitty or how good or your own ideas. We listen to them if you call. So give us a shout out at uh, 638. And it's 804, first of all. So area code 804-638-9533. Or hit us on the Gmail at mopedmondaypodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at the same address, basically. Yeah, and you can hit our website. It's uh, mopedmonday.com. And check out our prospective YouTube channels. Uh, we got the Rebels. Uh, what's your repair channel again, Thomas? Rebel, uh, Rebel Mopeds. I know, I need to do something with that. <laughs> hey, Rebel Mopeds on YouTube, check it out. And we also have a Moped Monday podcast on YouTube. I'm still working to get all the episodes up. I need to redo all the fucking MP4 conversions because the app I use did not make the right file. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I did it for 70 episodes before I realized that none of them were going to load to YouTube. <laughs> uh. Wasted a bunch of time. I feel real, real lame. But, uh, yeah. Um, it's fun. We're still having fun doing this and enjoying it. And Yeah, we're enjoying it because people are still participating. Yeah. So, which is rad. So. Yeah, you keep us uh, motivated to keep it going. If you get any questions, give us a call. 638-9533 and mopetmoneypodcast.gmail.com or if you want to be on the show, get in touch with us, send us some information, and we'll send you out a little like questionnaire package. Yeah, and I'm also wearing a cool shirt today that I got from Never Not Riding Motorsports. Yeah. Check them out on instagram they're pretty cool and they ride mopeds and you know support the homies right now because everyone's in the struggle and they're up in new york so they could you know definitely use all the help they can get so and check them out never not riding motorsports Pep's blue ribbon i could use a case or two of beer at the podcast <laughs> we're running fucking low we're running low Des- <laughs> desperately low on beer paps pbr are you listening paps blue ribbon paps paps blue <laughs> Brad, 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 Thanks for listening. Fuck you guys. Wait a minute. Fuck your car. Yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah, fuck you guys. Don't listen to the show. Fuck you guys. Fuck your car. Ride a moped. And remember, let's kill the word brat. That shit's over with, dude. Nah. Never say it again. The flower wasn't moving. Like, no, it feels pretty locked up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. Oh boy. Wah, wah, wah.